Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. And all month long for May, we're calling this Mindful May. And the purpose behind this, why? To take good care of ourselves mentally as well as physically and make sure we understand that each of us, uh, you know, may have gone through some things in, in our lives, but definitely in the last year or so. And now it's time for us to be more mindful as we are starting a new path of journey out of a pandemic. So my guest today is Jay Suknanan, and hopefully I got that right. He's a health and wellness guru. He's a published author. We're going to talk about his new book and a business owner. And he supports people and communities to live abundantly through well-rounded finances, health practices, and practices of well-being. And a little bit of his background, he's from Brooklyn, but his family's from Trinidad. And uh, when he was growing up, he might have, uh, you know, made some of those poor choices as a teenager, like none of the rest of us ever did. <laughs> but he did get back on track in college. And now he also is a certified nutritional therapist, an integrative wellness and life coach, and the published author of his book that we'll talk about, which is called Abundance, A Journey from Anxiety and Depression. So thank you so much for joining me today, Jay. Thank you for having me, Michael. It's a pleasure. Uh, you look very beautiful. And <laughs> yeah, I love it. Even the earrings, uh, you, you really um, take care of yourself well. I love that. That shows that mindful me, right? I think that's Thank very you. important. So Thank yeah, it's, just... it's a great pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Uh, I'll just tell you a quick story because it's really funny about my hair color because people are always wondering about it. But when I decided to, to start putting very different colors in my hair, it was at a very low point for me. I was in a really bad work situation. I was not knowing who I was. I was, you know, being, I was living maybe not authentically. And uh, I went to get my hair done and my hairstylist said, okay, what color do you want to do it? And which meant what color of blonde are we going to make your hair this time? And I said, I don't know, let's just put navy blue right in the front on the bangs. And she goes, really? You want to do that? And I said, uh, I meant it as a joke, but I think yes. And it was amazing because that day I became more of myself that I didn't even know existed. Um, and it was a really important part of my uh, realization that you can be professional and still be you when you find that that power. And I know that we're going to talk about some of those th themes with you as well. So, but thanks for pointing it out. I love it. I love having my hair today. We got purple, blue, and pink and a little green in the back. You can't see, but you know. <laughs> Right, and the blue of your airing matches a little bit. Shades and I might have, I might have put that on purpose. <laughs> my sisters, they both have their hair dyed, so it's interesting for you to tell me that story. I thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Mm, yes. Well, so tell us a little bit more about you and your business, and how you help your clients to shock their potential. Okay, for sure. Uh, a little bit more about me. I was going to be a doctor, 
I was on that track, uh, like uh, you said in my intro, that I actually did go down the wrong path. I didn't really know my father. I knew him for three years of my life, and I met him when I was 14, 15. Mm. Um, learned the ways of, he's a great man, but he has certain habits, and I learned those habits, and I got, we're human, so we get good at anything we practice. So if you want to shock your potential, change your habits, <laughs> right? Because that's who you'll become. So it's your association. And whatever habit you practice is going to define who you become. Mm -hmm. um, so on that journey, I had really poor association as well when I was younger. And uh, I was hanging around with kids that were poorly influenced by their parents. And we went down the wrong paths, woke up, got to school on time, went to college right on time, even though I was a knucklehead and messed up a little bit. And on that journey, though, it was a blessing. God was always with me. God actually or the universe, or whatever you want to say, I feel always shines his light on everybody. It didn't matter if I was doing right, what I thought was right or wrong. God doesn't judge. It's when I got greedy is that's when he, um, so always try to give more than you take. Generosity is great. As I give more, I always receive more as well. Um, so I was going along that journey on that path. This young lady, she introduced me to meditation, a book by Dr. Wayne Dyer. I got into meditation, loved it, um, studied chemistry on the path to being a doctor. I, I saw that once you keep your head high and you hold your shoulders back, you can have whatever you want. So I was on the path back to being a doctor, even though I messed up a lot, mm -hmm. right? And on that journey, I realized I had my friend, he was a life coach. He asked me, Jay, what's your purpose in life? I answered it, but I was going to be a doctor. So I kept it moving. I was an EMT, volunteered in the hospitals and stuff like that. And then I realized that I did not want to do what doctors had to do. The system is not created for the doctor to necessarily serve the patient to the highest of their ability because they have crunch time. The doctors are great people, but the system itself doesn't set them up to be of best service to people. So uh, I just realized I didn't want to do that. When I was in college, I started working with a monk. So I worked with a monk for four years and like periodically, right? We just stayed mm -hmm. consistent in each other's life. I wasn't in a monastery for four years. I was just <laughs> under her guidance, mm -hmm. right? And she was a big blessing, a uh, bald-headed lady, you know, in a monk outfit, really cool. Wow. It was a it was a nice experience. It was definitely a blessing. And I realized I didn't want to be a doctor. So I became a nutritional therapist because I know eating was important. Mm -hmm. um, I'm actually on a vegan diet now because my wife actually helps me with that. Um, also, I realized movement was important. So I became a personal trainer. And mm -hmm. I teach yoga as well. Uh, and then I went down that journey, realized that I became a public speaker through Toastmasters and explored that field. And I kept going, realized I didn't want to be a doctor. So why am I EMT? Got into real estate. That transition from entrepreneurship, from employee to entrepreneurship really can affect you, mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're not used to asking for things. When I was younger, I learned not to ask for anything. So as I tried to serve people, I felt like I was bothering them, even though I'm there to serve them. Mm -hmm. So that was a big transition. And that's somewhere I feel like we, we need a shock in. Right. We need yeah. to realize we are serving others. We're not trying to take from them. If you're a genuinely good person and you're really there to serve the person, not just count how much money you make, you'll actually make a lot more money, to yeah. be honest. 
Uh, but you got to really be intentional about what thought comes in first. Does money come into your mind first or does the well-being of that person come in first? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, I'm just so grateful that I've been able to see like how I could serve people better mm-hmm. and I could see things in a different light. So that was a big shock to my system and just getting over rejection. There, there, there's no really thing, like they're not rejecting you. Mm-hmm. They're rejecting an opportunity or they're actually rejecting themselves or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing and whatever service. Um, even as simple as buying a product. If someone doesn't want to buy a product, they may feel they're not worthy. They don't have enough. So it's really not you. So you got to just get over that and just keep going through enough people where you find a person you could serve. You don't need to convince people. If your product or service is good, people are going to want it. You're just looking for the right person. And that's the biggest thing I could say. I went through that journey, shifted my mindset, got uh, into personal development, met my wife uh through a personal development she was actually somebody i introduced to the group and went on this journey she was a health coach very positive hard working employed by um a flight she was a flight attendant as well and worked at a high-end gym from there we got into business mentorship so we had some people mentor us on how to create like a debt-free cash flow asset and we also through that knowledge to become self-developed because it had a lot of personal development in it and I was still working with the monks so the spiritual development was there. <laughs> I was able to then manifest my other business, Body, Mind, and Soul, where we speak in schools and organizations and what we get paid for. And in that journey, that's when I wrote the book as well. Mm-hmm. Well, tell, let's talk about the book a little bit. So, and make sure, um, I know we'll, people who are listening to the audio will have the links in our show notes, but for those watching, so pull up your book so we see it too. And talk a little bit about, about your book and what, what not only what it is about, but what what got you to the point of writing it? Okay, for sure. So it's called Abundance, A Journey from Anxiety and Depression. The mm-hmm. sunlight's reflecting. You see it better now. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And um, so why I wrote it was because I was in a leadership group and a group of people were writing books. So I said, you know what? I'll write a book. I always wanted to write one. So let me write one. But I was going to wait till I had more success in my life. So I was writing a story about my life, which I'm putting out the second book this year about my life and how to create world peace. Uh, This book I published a few years ago. Um, And when I was reading, but it's very relevant to today's time. So it's actually more relevant than ever. But when I was writing it, I was saying, I can't really tell them all this success, right? They'll like my story. They'll have fun. It's dramatic. I can make it dramatic, but Mm -hmm. it wouldn't serve them. As, mm-hmm. as I would want it to. So I said, what's the path I'm on that's helping me create this abundance, helping me manifest what I want out of life? So I wrote down the steps I learned from what I taught because the monk had me teach that year when I was with her. So I was teaching curriculum to people. So I was learning different things and mm-hmm. I was researching things to teach people to help them. So I just put it into a book format. Also, it's mixed with Stephen Covey, you know, Jack Canfield, Tony Robbins, all the, the really good uh, life coaches and leadership gurus. I put in their stuff in an easy, systematic way with my stuff and the things I learned from working with the monks. And I put it into an easy format where people could go from anxiety and depression, understand that we all face it, that we're not by ourselves. Every one of us face it. And 
to maintain your well-being, find your purpose, keep moving, lift yourself up, you know, be happy, get your routines, make sure you keep your values and morals, and go out there and shift from scarcity to abundance. And that's what the book is about. Very good. Well, Jay, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to hear from our sponsor, and we will be right back. Top Dog Learning Group, LLC, is a leadership, change management, and diversity inclusion consulting firm based in Orlando, Florida, but with top doggers, aka consultants, throughout North America and beyond. They focus on training programs, both virtual and face-to-face, keynotes and lunch and learns, group and one-on-one coaching, and off-the-shelf solutions. One such solution is their masterclass on the top three strategies to be resilient in times of change. This thoughtful self-paced online training will guide you through three tactics you can use immediately, not just to survive, but to thrive when change comes at you. Use the code RESIL50OFF for 50% off the program. Just go to bit.ly forward slash 3A5M LS6 and enter the code RESIL50OFF in all capitals to redeem your 50% off coupon. The link and code will be available in our show notes as well for easy access. Learn more today at topdoglearning.learningworlds.com. And we are back now with Jay Suknanen and um, I love the, uh, what you said earlier too, I've been taking some notes as we've been going along is, you know, you really want to shock your potential, you change your habits. And, uh, and what I was thinking about is, um, you know, uh, people who are, uh, you know, as we went into the pandemic and lockdown all over the world, our habits changed like drastically, but some of those habits didn't change for the good. (laughs) Some of them did, but I think overall, um, you know, even though we're starting to see the world opening again, I think there's also still some, um, maybe habits we have, or maybe mental, um, habits we have or mental, you know, blocks, things that are keeping us still with a, a high level of anxiety. And we know that the increase in depression has been significant this year. So it's one of the real reasons I wanted Mindful May to, you know, be our series is to talk about, you know, the fact that just because the the whole world opens tomorrow, maybe doesn't mean that we're all of a sudden going to go back to feeling normal. In fact, I think there's going to be a lot of lingering um, depression or anxiety because we still don't know what's to come. And more than ever, we know that we don't ever know what's really to come. So what's, you know, what are your thoughts on helping people start to make this mental transition and, and find some peace as we start to live a non-lockdown life? Okay. Awesome. Thank you. Great question. So just what I would say, uh, John Maxwell, he talks about, you know, you got to learn to lead in a crisis. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people what I see, I just want to cover something really quickly. So when you actually face challenges, either you're going to rise up and lead or you're going to fall back into your old habits. So I just Mm -hmm. want you to be mindful of that, just not to fall back into your own habits and keep pushing forward because your comfort zone is really not that comfortable. It's actually going to be very uncomfortable if you keep staying there. So you want to keep pushing out of it and you want to keep growing and serving others. Um, So some ways to acclimate back to society and just reduce anxiety and depression. First off, take care of yourself. Like you Mm -hmm. said, uh, mindful may slow down, take care of yourself. 
I think it's funny. I was born in May, so I don't know. But um, <laughs> I'm going to be 30. Thank you. I'm going to be 30 this year. Um, so, yeah. So what I was going to say is take care of yourself. Take care of your health. Take care of your mind. Your mind is the most important thing. People worry about what they look neck down like. They want to eat mm -hmm. right. They want to work out. But the most important thing is feeding your mind. Mm -hmm. And how you shaping your mind to think differently are you watching tv and facebook and instagram and numbing your mind or are you feeding it with good books and audios and transitioning your mind because our mind is trained and conditioned by all the things we listen to and go through in life oh i can listen to this rap song and it won't affect me no it'll affect you because i know that because i've actually lived those lives of that rap song you know mm -hmm. so it's very important the stuff you feed your mind and I would say that's the most crucial thing. Mm -hmm. uh, meditate, find out your meditative practices. That's actually chapter two. Uh, mm -hmm. Write down, write down things you're you're thankful for. Mm -hmm. Five to ten things a night. I wake mm -hmm. up and say things I'm thankful for every morning. I think that's the most important thing because I don't care if you have a thousand thoughts in your head, you could only think of one thought at a time. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to transition your mind instead of following following and falling into the rabbit hole of negativity you gotta learn to switch it to positivity and that's why you need to learn how to snap out that's what positive affirmations and thankfulness and gratitude is for i feel mm -hmm. is really helpful to transition but ultimately take care of yourself maybe take a good vitamin not just like mm -hmm. over the counter take a vitamin that works supplement mm -hmm. the chemistry of your mind is very important so take care of your health mm -hmm. and so you'll feel safe when you're out there. You won't be nervous if somebody's sick because you're not worried about your immune system. If you meditate, it actually elevates your immune system more than exercise. So yeah. if you exercise and meditate, you're great. And then if you take supplements and you take care of your body, you don't have to worry about anything. And mm -hmm. I would say get outside right now. I don't care if you have to put on your mask and you feel like a mask is necessary. You do what you're supposed to do, whatever you think you're supposed to do, but say hi to people. Start yes. looking people in the eye. Yes. Stay six feet away. Just go back. We're supposed to be social creatures. We're not meant to be alone. Just yeah. go say hi to people and spread love. That's lifted me up so much. You, Whatever you put out there is going to come back at you. So when yeah. I say hi to a whole bunch of people, I feel great. Yeah. Right? it's Go true ahead. and it's and it's true yeah. because i mean that's it's what and interesting that you say that because i've been making note of that quite a bit um in two things number one is that we don't you know seem to look at each other in the eye or talk to each other but you know i still think that once there's no more expectations of masks wearing that people have become over the more than a year now have been become custom if you're walking down the street and there's somebody walking towards you we are physically moving ourselves away so far. And I, I just feel like there's something in there that is, it's so, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. And I'm afraid if we keep doing that and we don't come closer together, we don't smile, we don't say hello, that we are creating chasms that are going to have longer term repercussions. I agree. I'll be honest. My wife is pregnant. So mm -hmm. I'm already a little more hesitant through this time to interact with people. And I still mm -hmm. go hug people. Mm -hmm. I still go hug them. And I don't know where they've been. And I don't mm -hmm. really care because you know what? I'm going to spread love and joy in this world. And if I go out, however I go out, I'm going to know what I will be remembered as. Mm -hmm. 
I love you know, it. I want to spread that. Yeah, I agree. I love it. Um, now I know we're going to have all of your contact information on our show notes, but just in case somebody wants to look you up right now before they can look at the show notes, what's the best way for them to reach you? Uh, they could, they could uh, just Google, uh, Google me. You'll find my Facebook. You could just Google J A Y. Suknanan is my last name. S O O K N A N A N. That's Nancy Apple. Nancy Apple. Nancy. Um, <laughs> and I have to say that a lot. And so you could Google me. You could uh, Facebook me. Instagram me. And one of my um, my business numbers is five one six four five three five one nine zero and people could call me uh, i'm i'm here i'm here to serve anybody and interact with good people if i don't know your number i may not pick up so you could text me and say hey i saw you there and you know let me know a little bit about you um so we could have a good relationship I, i'm excited to make good relationships i think that's what life is all about so i'm mm-hmm. excited to connect with anybody and i'm here to speak with anyone Excellent. Well, and before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Okay. Mindful me. Okay. Get a practice, get a practice, get something that you like that could reduce your thoughts and reduce your stress. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying veg out on TV. I'm not saying <laughs> exercise excessively, which exercise is really good. You want to maintain something. You want to do something you can be consistent at that will reduce your thoughts and relax your mind. We have to become relaxed. And if we don't, we can never have world peace. We have to be at peace to have world peace. So just enjoy your life. Take a moment, breathe. Uh, as Michael said, you know, just take that moment for you. Mindful May, even today, tomorrow, whenever. Just draw a line in the sand and create a routine that's going to manifest the life you want. Your routines are going to dictate where you go. And if you want, reach out, get my book. It has a lot of recommendations and it'll actually teach you how to shift in that next step. Excellent. Thank you, Jay. I appreciate your insight and your sharing of uh, not only your knowledge, but a little bit of your past to help everybody understand that we all have paths that we've traveled that might not always be the uh, bright, brightest and shiniest, but that doesn't mean that we can't continue to have great success. So thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on today. Thank you. It was an amazing show. And again, you look very stunning. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees and sales mixology. Why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.